Okay, so how, like, how have you been? Are you been staying safe through quarantine? Yeah, fortunately, you know, I'm in a, being in news, I'm an essential worker, so never had to um, lose that paycheck, you know. The transition to work from home was, was, was different, but all healthy, all good here. Good to hear. Um, like, have you, how have you enjoyed your time since graduating becoming a news anchor? Oh, it's been an experience, you know, just like any transition in life. It's just something you kind of get used to. But my senior year when I graduated, I was pretty much ready, you know, ready to start the real world, ready to get out there and see what I'm capable of. So I'm down in uh, Southwest Florida now working and it's beautiful and I love it. And I definitely can't complain. Yeah. So, so you've been in West Virginia, right? And then now what city in, South, in Southwest Florida? Fort Myers. Fort Myers. Oh, okay. Um, can you kind of explain to me what exactly is a Hokie? Because I, I assume for people who don't, who don't go to Vod Tech, people probably don't know. Yeah, that's a question I got a lot at my time at Virginia Tech. And I didn't tell you before this, I don't know if you did any research, but I was actually the Hokie bird. I was the mascot. Oh, you um, were? Oh, no yeah. way. Yeah, so... It's, it's essentially a turkey, you know, it looks just okay. like a turkey. It's just maroon and orange and fluffy and there's a hula hoop inside of the costume. But um, yeah, it's just its own thing, you know, it's its own uh, character on campus and being able to be that character. And, you know, if I was having a bad day at school, like just a bad day, I'd go and put on the costume and go walk around and mess with kids in the library. And suddenly it's the best day, you know, it completely turned yeah. my day around. It would turn their day around. Uh, it was just, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it other than it encompassed the uh, Virginia Tech spirit, hokey yeah. spirit in the goofy little hokey bird. How, uh, how heavy is that costume? Um, it's, I couldn't tell. It's probably close to 20, 30 pounds, which doesn't sound too bad. But when you're running on a football field and 80 degree weather, um, we used to say if you had to pee before you put on the suit, you didn't have to pee afterward because you sweat so much. <laughs> That's true. You know, my like my biggest regret, honestly, from since I've been in Arizona was, um, so like I did mascot trials my freshman year. I didn't get it. The whole process is, is kind of long. Like, so you pay $30 to sign yourself up to, to get an interview. Okay. And then right, you wait out and then you'll schedule an interview and then you have one. And like, however, like we usually have somewhere, I think between like 20 or so out of people and you only get like four or five people as finalists. And I wasn't, and I wasn't one. So like, and to me personally, I think it's kind of stupid to, to do it that way because I don't think you can really uh, determine who's good as a mascot if you don't get to put the suit on. Yep. Like that's just, that's just how I feel. But yeah, no, my biggest regret easily was not being uh, um, Wilbur at Arizona. He's like, like I mean, I actually am kind of jealous of that. Like, not even gonna lie. <laughs> Did you already graduate? Or are you still? I'm a, I'm heading into my senior year. Okay, gotcha. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm only only a few units away, so I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, that's um, exciting. Yeah, what are some like? Because again, I don't know much about Vatech. I don't know if I've ever met anybody who's gone to Vatech. Like, what are some of the big traditions there? Um, so I think my favorite is being in Lane Stadium when 
the team runs out onto the field. Um, they play inner Sandman over the speakers mm -hmm. and the entire student section jumps in unison. Basically the entire stadium jumps in unison. And it's just this insane experience being lucky enough to be on the field when that happens too. And being right in that tunnel where the football team kind of runs out was just phenomenal. Um, obviously Virginia Tech went through a very terrible tragedy a few years ago too. And every year we all kind of come together and remember those 32 lives that were taken so soon. Um, and so running in the 3.2 or going to the candlelight vigil every single year, you really just kind of feel that love, that hokey spirit, that hokey community. Um, and so that's a weird thing to say. That's one of my favorite traditions, but it really kind of encompasses hokey family. Okay. Um, yeah just to name a few. Okay, so that's just, so you guys, well, that was the school shooting from, I believe it was like 2007? Seven. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay. Um, so for someone like myself, who's from literally the opposite end of the country, like literally the opposite, um, why should anyone, why should just any college football want to come to Lane Stadium for a game? Oh yeah, I mean, you don't even have to be a football fan to go and just enjoy that experience. They sell turkey legs, which is kind of ironic because you know, Hokey Bird's kind of a turkey. Yeah. Um, it's just this fun kind of easy going atmosphere. I mean, of course it's similar to any other kind of sporting event that you may attend at some point in your life, but everyone's so friendly in Blacksburg. It's what they're known for. And when I went there, I didn't really notice it. You know what I mean? Like I, thank you so much for holding that door for me. Like, that's great. Or, oh, I'm going to maybe make one or two friends in my classes this year. That's great. But it's not until after graduating that I kind of realized that's what they mean about the Virginia Tech community being different and being friendly. Because now, you know, you're just walking along the street. People aren't going to be as friendly. In Blacksburg, people are friendly. And that really kind of carries over into all the athletic events. You know, athletics was a huge part of Virginia Tech. And going to the games, you can feel it. It's just an atmosphere that's hard to put words on. Yeah. No, it's it's definitely been on, as a big college football fan myself, I've said stuff about my bucket list for years now. Like, I've, like, not a year goes by where I'm like, yeah, I don't want to go to Lang Stadium at some point. Like, why? it would, what? Let me ask you why. Honestly, I think it's just because of the history Virginia Tech has and the fact that there's, the Sandman intro. I think that's just awesome. You know, and generally you guys are, I would say pretty good. I mean, I know you guys have your ups and downs lately with Fuente, but like, you're still good. Yeah. So, and then, um, I mean, I never, I never seen the college. I don't think you saw him in college because like, we were both like probably less than five years old, but um, despite his criminal record, I love Michael Vick. So that's that's kind of why I like Virginia Tech. So yeah, he definitely uh, attracts a lot of fans to the school. That's for sure. Yeah, was there a particular football game or just any sporting event or really anything with athletics as Hokie Bird like stood out to you? Um, not a particular football game because honestly, no matter what, they were so fun. Um, when we beat Ohio State, obviously that was huge, but it was an away game. Oh, that's so right. I didn't, yeah. 
Yeah, so we uh, were kind of washing, kind of not, but that was like riots in the streets that night. Like really? people hanging, hanging from the uh, traffic lights and stuff. Like that was the biggest win we had in my four years there. But as Hokey Bird, um, I can't name just one thing. One all, like particular game or event or anything like that. Hmm. Oh, so I, sorry, my dog is playing with the. Oh, um. So all of the ACC mascots were invited to um, Michigan to shoot this commercial with Quicken Loans, and this was, I think, this was my junior year, and so it was over the summer. And my coach was like, all right, we're going to send someone up there. Um, and if you've ever done anything with mascots, you know that mascots are a different breed. And if you put them all yes. in a room together, it's going to be insane. Yeah. And so this is my first experience meeting other mascots. And it was insane. We were up there for a week. They put us in this fancy Marriott hotel. And then the commercial made national news, these Quicken Loans commercials where I'm like bench pressing and, and all of this stuff, crowd surfing and the costume. And so it, it, was, it was the most fun thing in the world. We were up there for a good probably four days, filming all day, sweating all day, and then by night just hanging out with all the mascots. Mm -hmm. So that, that was by far my favorite thing. Even, it was, even though it was off campus, um, if we're talking specifically mascot experiences, that was, that was pretty great. Either way, yeah, no. See, what, like literally, what you just said is exactly why I wanted to do it when I was like when I tried out my freshman year. It's yeah. exactly why I wanted to do it. Like, you get to do film commercials and literally do anything. Yeah, putting on that mask, you can become like anything you want. You don't have to be apologetic for being goofy or no. you know sliding down the railings in Castle Coliseum. You know, it was no, just no. awesome. So. Uh, so I do work in athletics um, with our communication services team, so you know our PR team basically. And so what I my goal, at least, I did for this year and then for next year, is I want to get a picture with every opposing team's mascot. So like already I got so let's say I got UCLA. Oh nice. There's Washington. Okay, yeah. And then the weirdest one by far, Utah. Oh what? I've never seen that You've one. You've never seen it before? Uh-uh. So it's, uh, it's a, it's supposed to be a Ute, um, which I guess is an Indian tribe or some, something along those lines. And the funny story for me when I, when I got the picture was I went to see one of my buddies who's in the band at halftime and he asked me like, what the hell is that? I'm like, he's like, it's not a Ute. I'm like, you can't have some dude with war pink walking around like in 2020, man. You oh. can't. You can't do that. So I guess they use a hawk for that instead. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. But no, that was um, like what you just said. Absolutely, like that was exactly why I wanted to do it in the first place. I literally, I, I couldn't care less about the swing. Like, yeah, it's fine. I'm not, you know, I'm not worried about that. Um, <laughs> What were your some favorite memories just as a student? For even like without besides athletics, besides as Hokie Bird, like just in general, like is there were there like particular events for just really anything for yourself that you enjoyed at your time at Vontek? Yeah, so I was in a sorority. I was in Alpha Delta Pi, um, and being a part of that organization was 
kind of like nonstop fun, you know? Um, and it helps me meet a lot of other people as well. Like my friends freshman year all went into Greek life and we were all in different sororities and we all stayed friends. So then, you know, we had these little groups of friends kind of dispersed through Greek life. And so that was really fun. Um, if you're not familiar with it, I don't know if you are or not. So I know plenty of people who are in Greek life at Arizona. I'm, I myself am not in one, but I've, I've been to those parties or whatever, just as someone who's invited, because I know yeah. people, I know people play with those stories as well. So like Greek life is not, even though I'm not in it, I'm not like unfamiliar with it. Yeah, so like aside from even parties, it was like supporting each other's philanthropy and legitimately raising money for a really good cause. Mm -hmm. um, Oh, several really good causes so that was always fun too because it wasn't necessarily a donation but it was like pay five bucks to play flag football you know so it, it was really I don't know that was really fun we met a lot of people and it was a constant good time we had intramurals too I flag football was my my game of choice nice um, so we had our, our little squad that would do that um, and Blacksburg's fun. Blacksburg's just this little college town. It's, it lives and breathes Virginia Tech Hokies. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know, just going out there and eating at the restaurants and just being a part of the community, you can't beat it. Yeah. No, I've, um, so there's a few, so like, actually, fine enough, you're actually like the third different person who I've connected with on LinkedIn who was an ACC mascot. Really? Yeah. So I become good friends with two people from UNC, and then now you're the third one. Oh, nice. So, and but and I've been telling people that like, because like, like for example, like my best friend from high school goes to Oregon, and I've been telling him I have to come visit at some point, and then, nice. and then these people at North Carolina tell me I got to come visit Chapel Hill. Yep. Should I come visit? Should I try to visit Blacksburg this fall, or you know, this fall, or just really any time in the next year and a half, or so? Yeah, I would recommend visiting it for sure, especially for a football game. But beware, you know, it's Blacksburg and then it's cows, like farmland surrounding it. <laughs> for, okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's in the middle of nowhere, but I highly recommend it. It's a good, it's a magical little place. Is it easy to get to? Like, are, are there flights, like, reasonably cheap to Blacksburg? Or do I have to fly in somewhere else and then drive to Blacksburg? Yeah, you'd have to fly into Roanoke, Virginia, and then drive, which is 30 minutes. I'll, 40. Just, take a, I'll just take a lift. Yeah, there you go. I'll, I'll take a lift. I'm not. I'm not worried about that. Um, so, from your time as like a news anchor so far, like, is did you ever like report on like have an interview with just someone on the street that like got really uncomfortable? Hmm. Probably every week I have some sort of uncomfortable situ, some uncomfortable run in with someone. Um. People, when they're driving by, you know, tend to have a uh, little bit of bravery to just yell whatever they think that they can yell just because they're passing. But no, most of, nine times out of 10, everyone's very friendly. You know, if they open their mouth to talk to me, then usually they, they want to talk to me and they want to talk about whatever subject I'm covering. Um, and if they don't, then they just say no. So fortunately, I haven't run into anything too crazy. That's good. I actually saw your, um, like when I, try connect to you i saw your um your, your highlight reel from from west virginia i believe it was, right yep it was yeah i was i was gonna say because i feel like because i've seen so many like 
you see some of these random videos of like local reporters and like just the weirdest stuff happens to them. So yeah. that's, always, that's why I was just curious, like, do you just run into like really bizarre things? Because I assume you're in the field a lot, not, are you in studio a lot or do you, do you go more out into the streets? Yeah, I'm a reporter. Um, in West Virginia, I anchored more, but now I'm a reporter. So like every day it's going out into the streets and finding people to talk to. Okay. And that's not, that's not difficult finding someone to talk to about anything. Um, you know, some days are harder than others. If we're doing a story about, you know, whether or not concealed carry should be legalized, you know, walking up to people, asking them if they have a gun is a little bit more difficult than walking up and asking them about whether or not a red light should be installed right here, if that makes sense. No, it does. Absolutely. But I, fortunately, I've never been like targeted or, or harassed. Oh, okay. Because that, that's, that's what I was kind of like wondering, like, has that ever happened? Yeah. I, I guess not. Yeah. Um, so when you're talking about, um, carrying a gun or whatever, I, um, so I did some, some media volunteer work with the, when the national, college football national championship was in, in the Bay Area. And I met some of these people from the Clemson media team or whatever. And they were just asking me like, yeah. do you, do, they, do you guys, um, carry guns here in California, like in your houses? I'm like, no, man, like, absolutely not. Like if you, if you told somebody in the Bay Area that you ever had a gun, people would freak the hell out. Oh, yeah. He was telling me, like, yeah, dude, people in Clemson, like, we just, everyone has a gun in their house, like, like, yeah, it's a, it's a little different here. You're on the other side of the country. It's, it's completely different. Yeah, no, it's, I was telling, like, the political climate here is so much more different than where you're from. Like, oh, yeah. Carrying a gun is viewed as more than just frowned upon on the West Coast. Even, really? yeah, like, even in Arizona, it's not, like, I mean, you'd have to, you'd have to go to, like, the shadiest parts of Arizona to go find someone with a gun. Really? Yeah, like Tucson is, uh, don't get me wrong, it's a fun college town. I've had a lot of great experiences there. But you go off campus and like downtown a little bit, you're in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> there's, I, I, I call Tucson just, it's the, it's the city that just has a ton of, it's, it's, the, it's the strip mall capital of the US because like I said, when you go off campus or down, past downtown with all the nice restaurants, all you see is strip malls. Really? That's all you see. Yeah, there's, like, besides that, there's nothing in Tucson. How did you get from California to Tucson? So when I was applying to schools, I just decided, you know, my, my parents kind of wanted me to get the hell out of California. Like, they, yeah. said, they said in a nice way, like, we, we want you to go experience, um, you know, somewhere else. My dad, you know, basically told me, he's like, you're not going to go to any SEC school. I'm like, all right, that's fine. Basically, because he, he, I don't know, he didn't want me going down south. I don't know why. He just didn't. Uh-huh. Um, and then he, I think he was telling me, that, like, Virginia was, was an exception of the south. So he's like, if you want to go to UVA, if you want to go to Bot Tech, go right ahead. Uh-huh. I, actually, I actually should have applied to Bot Tech because earlier I was looking up the acceptance rate, and it was 70%. Yeah. I didn't. Re- I didn't realize it was like. I thought like you guys would have like somewhere around like, like twenty to, anywhere from twenty to fifty. Yeah, when I was applying, I was definitely. Um, it's so interesting because I know friends with the similar grades as me, similar like community service in high school that didn't get in. Really. And then I did. So it's it's kind of interesting. I don't really know how that works. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, so I just applied a ton of uh, to a ton of schools in the West Coast. It's like I applied to Arizona, I applied to Utah, I got in there. 
the weird thing was is that I got into Utah and Arizona, which had like lower acceptance rates than the school I got rejected by, which is UNR, um, Nevada Reno. Okay. And I remember when I told everybody, I told my teachers that like he asked me like, oh, how's how's your college um, application going? I'm like, good man. I'm like, I got into Utah, got into New Mexico, got into Arizona, got into uh, Colorado, but I didn't get accepted to UNR. And I'm like, how the how the hell does that happen? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just for some reason you know didn't want me, which is fine. I actually have no regrets of not going to Reno. Yeah, I well, uh, I would have. And actually, looking back at it now, after those Charlottesville riots, yeah, uh, no way would I have ever gone to UVA. Yeah, it's interesting, though, that that happened because Charlottesville is such a little cute, hipster, fun place. Really? So, yeah, when you see things like that happening there, it's almost like, wait, that happened there? Yeah. I don't know. Definitely don't knock Charlottesville. If you ever go and visit Blacksburg, you should stop by Charlottesville and just see should I? what there is to see. Especially if you're like a wine drinker. They got good wine. I, there like, too. I, I, like, I like wine. <laughs> I'm more of a, um, I actually, I got a, I got two bottles. Have you ever had Portuguese wine? Port, no. You've never had Port? Oh my God, I'm missing out. It's, it's like so, really sweet, right? It's really, it's, it's dessert wine, basically. Yes, okay. It's I so think- good. See, I'm a I'm a heavy, dark, dry, red kind of person. Oh, okay. Were you like a big drinker in college? Um, I don't know. I mean, I was in a sorority. Not saying that, you know, that was a lot. I wouldn't call myself a big drinker. But on the weekends, you know, it was. Yeah. We like, all would just go out. Like after games or after time as Hokey Bird, would you just like grab a drink and just celebrate something? No. No, not at all? No, okay. no, unless there was a purpose, you know. Unless there was a purpose, yeah. Not that's me when it comes to drinking. I don't um, unless I unless I just feel like it, or unless it's a special occasion. I'm not just gonna drink just to drink. I just, right. It's that's that's kind of weird to me that people will just like. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. Like I, I remember my freshman year, someone in our dorm gave us a bottle of Captain Morgan, and we didn't know. And my roommate and I didn't know what to do with it, so we just decided. Uh, well, the Stanley Cup playoffs are going on. Let's do a drinking game. So every time when the Caps were playing the Penguins, we just decided after every goal, you know, drink up. So that's kind of that's kind of how we got rid of it. Because we weren't just gonna like drink it just because it was. Right. It's not. I mean, it's, I'm not a huge bourbon guy, but it was it was fun to have that game anyway. <laughs> I am. Um, now we didn't end up buying because after that we did get hooked on it. We were like, okay, maybe it's pretty good. And we got a brand new bottle. And before the Super Bowl, I put it out in our in our living room because I was so sure the 49ers would win. Began a 49ers fan. And they didn't. And I still drank a ton of it anyway, because I was trying to drown out the sadness because it was like we were like so, so close. And I didn't, I didn't know what else to do besides just drink it off, drink the sadness off. <laughs> it was, uh, it was, it, it's, it's fine though. Um, I actually, when you talk about like fraternities and sororities, I, I met, I've actually met a lot more people in quote unquote like professional fraternities than I have in just regular ones, which I guess is for me, if I had to join one, that's when I would have joined. Yeah. I'm, I'm just not into the guys who just party like 
all the time, like 24 seven. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, I don't, um, I'm just, I'm not into partying a ton. I, mm -hmm. I have my moments, but I'm not like, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I gotta do this every single day.